Welcome back to the Horror Junkies podcast, uh, the podcast where we discuss all things horror, and we're having a pretty cool episode right now where we're going to actually interview people from the American Ghost Adventure, which is a local Orlando ghost tour. Um, if you guys don't mind introducing yourselves to the show for the listeners. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Robert Dead Guy Sandler, if you <laughs> find me on our page. Uh, I'm one of the senior investigators with American Ghost Adventures uh, as of 14 years. Awesome. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I am one of the newest investigators here at American Ghost Adventures. Awesome. Well, it's a pleasure to guys. Ha- it's a pleasure to have you all on our podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Hey, this is Patrick. Hi. Hi. I can't hear myself. It's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. This is weirder than hearing yourself. Yeah. But so um, just to get our inter- the interview going, just so we can get an idea. So um. You know, guys, what age did you start believing in the paranormal? Like, when when did you guys start believing in ghosts and all that? Well, uh, for myself, it was uh, back in my youth, somewhere between 13 and 16, uh, living in Southern California, Simi Valley, Venture County area, mm-hmm. uh, just running out, you know, way before the internet and all this cool stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, just running around with our friends, reading ghost stories, uh, urban exploring local uh there was a lot of like um movie ranches and things like that places that were just rife with history and local legends and we went out and poking around ourselves and uh i saw some stuff that uh yeah that probably aged me a little past my years so (laughs) that's awesome and i actually uh did a, a tour with you uh the people i work with here in the great escape room we actually did a tour with the ghost uh american ghost adventures and we went and you told us some pretty cool stories so robert's got a lot of history under his belt when it comes to ghosts which is awesome it's always good to have a senior ghost investigator well when i say senior i am not a senior <laughs> i'm only 46 i'm just i've been with the company the longest yeah, so, yeah. exactly <laughs> i think my belief in the paranormal is very tied with what i've always wanted to do mm-hmm. i'm i'm a master's student right now at the at ucf and i'm going for public history awesome so museum studies and things like that which is something i've always been interested in since i can remember and i think at some point in any aspiring historian's life there's a want to be indiana jones like yes i exactly. wanted to oh, be totally. in a museum yes Harrison yeah. Ford. who doesn't want to be here exactly. exactly and so you know that idea that history and the paranormal are are so connected and um when i was younger watching the history channel and they had a lot of specials on ancient egypt and you know that was one of my the one of the first things that got me interested in history and the paranormal because you hear about when the you know um the pharaoh Toon Cummins' mm-hmm. grave was found, and then you know mysteriously, everyone who was excavating the grave site ended up dead for some reason or another. And Weird. so, it's always been, I think, part of my life. That's awesome. That's really oh, yeah. cool. That's weird. Definitely weird. <laughs> ghosts are pretty cool. We were talking about earlier in the go like ghost movies and how how every ghost or even if they're good or bad has always has like a really good mythology behind it like we were talking about 13 ghosts you guys ever seen 13 ghosts yeah uh, original or remake 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 uh yes i've seen okay. both yeah both he's seen he's seen the original mm. yeah i haven't seen the original but the remake is good because like he was talking about how, like what are you talking about the bonus dvd yeah and the bonus on the dvd there's a there's like a background for all the ghosts like yeah, so there's stories and stuff the like that stories of every ghost in the movie which is kind of cool that they added their own mythology for their movie and then like we were talking about uh, what was in the movie we talked about 
They had a cool mythology behind it. Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist. Yeah. This guy. Funny story. Um, sorry. In my youth and growing up, uh, Simi Valley, California, the hill, uh, the uh, the hills of Simi Valley is where they actually shot Poltergeist. That's awesome. Nice. And I have friends that live up there. And my father was part of the, he was a motion picture, sound and film editor. So we went to the Director's Guild and we saw films quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And we went to see a director's screening of Poltergeist. And when we came out of the theater, it was thunder and lightning and rain. We go back to our apartment, which was on the third floor. My bedroom, one window, one wall is a huge window. Mm -hmm. The people next door have a giant gnarled tree. It's thunder, it's lightning. And they had just excavated a swimming pool, which is now flooded with water just like in the movie and uh, I have a big four poster brass bed and I didn't have a clown you know thing in the corner but uh, I had my share of oversized stuffed animals that uh, I was hiding from that night so yeah <laughs> he loved the movie in real life oh yes yeah. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> friends awesome. with, I'm also friends with uh, with Robbie from the movie so really? awesome. Oliver Robbins one of my friends awesome nice. that's actually really cool no now you know now you know now, now <laughs> the world knows but um Getting on a little more track with the interview. So, we Sorry. Was, no, no, mm, you're we, good. This is about the show. We get on banter, same, we go <laughs> off topic all the time. Um, so we got a little bit of like when you guys started believing in the paranormal, but is there like a significant event that led to like the belief of the unknown? Like, what was like that moment that you were like, okay, yeah, this is real, I believe this? Mm, let's see, that would be, uh, well, a little bit between uh, the Ghostbusters movie coming out yes. and, uh, yeah, that's when I shifted from wanting to be James Bond to being a paranormal investigator. Um, it's just the creepy clock. Oh, it's just the clock. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So uh, after that movie comes out, and me and all my friends, we are, we are going and we're investigating everything we can. Um, I had probably one of my first uh, cementing experiences. Um, we were out at the Spawn Movie Ranch. Uh, look it up. It's in Southern California. They shot a lot of old Western things there. And um, we're, uh, we're out there playing laser tag. So back when laser tag was new and it was giant rifles. And, <laughs> uh, and we're out there and there is a hilly valley area and we knew that the rival team we're playing against they had one of their guys had night vision goggles the kind where in the dark you can see the you know the red eyes and everything that's so awesome and i'm up on one ridge and i'm looking down the valley at all the other players and then i see another individual standing on the opposite side of the ridge where you only have one side that you come up, and the only other side is a outlook with a uh, with a really steep incline. And I see this guy over there, and I think, all right, that's the other leader of the team. And I kind of give a wave and like a salute, as, you know, because we're kind of playing the military thing. And it looks right at me with the red eyes and acknowledges me, and then drops to all fours and runs headfirst down the steep incline like some sort of animal. And that's when I sort of called my evening for the night and said, I just saw something that I cannot explain what the hell it is. And uh, then I started really getting into, you know, the research and trying to find out everything I could. 
That's nice. I'd be terrified if I was. Yeah, in that, that was me. I'd be. I'd be like, nope, mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah, <laughs> Rebecca, you. A little more somber answer. Like I said, you know, I think this belief of the unknown for me has been in a part of my life for a long time. But something that you know happened in the last couple of years that really made me believe. I think it more just like re-cemented the idea in my head that this is something that I believe in is um, my in 2015 my friend passed away um, very unexpectedly mm-hmm. and it was someone I went to undergrad with and uh, we we had already graduated but she was um, st- a semester behind us and uh, a few of us drove to St. Pete to see her she was an organ donor so mm-hmm. they kept her um, alive until they could do the surgeries um, to donate her organs whatever they could get and you know we had to say goodbye to her kind of very not in a way we would have ever thought we would and um, we had a Facebook chat going for a long time of just like being able to you know mourn with each other and Mm -hmm. things like that and one of my friends had brought up once like oh I had this like really weird dream the other night and you know it was bizarre it was like me and our friend and we were just the friend who had passed away and we were just baking cookies and at the end of it she hugged me and said like you know I have to go now goodbye and one by one most of us in the chat had said well that like exact same dream of just like different not all like baking something Mm -hmm. but the exact same like theme of her saying goodbye to us had um, happened to a lot of us and um, you know I think some people could say well that's probably your brain trying to cope with the tragedy but for me I'd like to think that you know it was her coming to all of us and saying goodbye so that's pretty interesting I mean like it what adds to it it wasn't just one of you it was multiple multiple of you having some sort of dream that involved her saying goodbye yeah like which is kind of like I would I wouldn't I would think that was her coming to say you know goodbye that's you know it's a tragedy and things like that yeah specifically saying like i have to go now yeah exactly yeah that's like bizarre that it happened to exactly so many of us but um patchy you got anything you want to share like when did you start believing the paranormal man oh when i started uh very young i was like maybe five six years old Mm -hmm. and this was back in uh the poconos in pennsylvania like a lot of stuff would happen in in that uh our house which was weird because it was like a new built house Mm-hmm. Like no one lived there previously or anything like that, but weird stuff only happened to like me. None, like nothing happened to my pa- like my parents or my sister or my brother or anything like that. It was always me. Like just waking up, like typical, like you know, like the blanket pulled type of stuff. Seeing uh, seeing like family, like old family members that are dead. Like looking at the closet, waking up and seeing them, like their face, like clear as day. Like still happens to this day too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. When I was a teenager, I messed around with a bunch of Ouija boards, like oh, stuff no. like that. So, uh, same. It's okay. I yeah, we've all like, been there. Yeah, exactly. Just angsty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, me. like somebody I dated had one of those. Um, it, it was from his parents. Had one of the Ouija boards that was made by Hasbro or whoever made it. It oh, was exactly. so bizarre. Yes. Like from like the fifties or sixties, and it had like little kids like. Oh, ask about your future. Exactly. It's, it's so like, like eerie. Contact the dead. We yeah. want you to contact the I had the same like same like I played with a Ouija board when I was uh in my teenage years and I had a weird like occurrence happen to me with you know, a girl I was talking to and whatnot. But what like really got me to start believing was when I came home that night 
it always felt like something was like watching me. Like I'd mean I'd go to bed, turn the lights off, and it felt like something was like over me. I felt like this constant pressure on my chest, and I was just like, you know what? You know, what is this? Like what is going on? I mean, it started as soon as we started messing with that Ouija board, and um, it happened for like like a week and a half, and finally, you know, whatever it was, um, when I moved out, like state like left me alone. But um, that's definitely when I started. Like I always had like suspicion I believe in ghosts because I've always like seen things at the corner of my eyes or heard things in the night. Um, but definitely the like something being there, and, I, and you know when like you're uneasy at night when you're trying to go to sleep because you know something's just like you know what is what is it? You know I've always felt uncomfortable with the lights off, and that was like never for me. Like I'm fine in the dark by myself. But you no, know, when I was started being uncomfortable in the dark, then I knew something was going on. So started believing more into the paranormal than I did. Oh yeah. But um so what made you guys want to be? Like what what made you want to be a paranormal investigator? Like what made you like what pulled you to this job? Besides the Craigslist ad? <laughs> Besides the Craigslist ad. <laughs> um I mean like I said I'm a master's student mm-hmm. going for public history and for a lot of people history is very boring and dry and for a lot of years it was this very like only intellectuals could get into it you know museums used to be like super boring and and just like factual just like to the point and you know not really like going for the common person but in the past like 40 50 years yeah they've museum studies has tried to bring people into history a lot more you know being museums are now way more interactive and they're way more um a lot of museums are focusing more on local history you know it's not like just great leaders and big world events it's like the you know your city your town whatever like the orlando history center where it focuses on like central florida history. yeah exactly and so i think like what better way to get in touch with your past especially if you're from orlando than like getting in contact with people who lived it and what better way to remember you know the history we tell you than like with a sort of tour like this so i just love you know it combines both of like you know my great loves of history History. and the paranormal exactly that's cool i agree exactly how about you robert well it uh it goes back to the ghostbusters movie i mean you know it gave people could be paranormal investigators and i thought that was you know, that's what I really wanted to be. That's a I, job. I, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a job. You, I can, you, do you, this can, you can go to school. You can do this for a living. Or there's some people that can do it without. And then all the TV shows started coming out, and I thought that would be. You know, it, it we, brought me. We talked about that on the show. It earlier. brought me back again. Oh yeah. Uh, and um, well, then I'm looking through the Craigslist, and I, you know, back in 2003, I saw an ad: ghost tour guides wanted and i thought i was born for this <laughs> nice and i answered the ad and i didn't know how serious or not serious it would be mm-hmm. and uh it turned out that there was a uh there was kind of a uh there was kind of an interview where you and a trial run where they had to come and interview you and see what kind of person you were everybody at american ghost adventures has some sort of affinity or natural ability and they take you through a uh, through a trial run tour where basically you go on a tour, you're comped, you're watched, you 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 know you we see how you interact with everybody and how you are, mm-hmm. and uh, those that show promise get the job, and I hmm. showed apparently a lot of promise because <laughs> I'm still here after 14 years. 
So, uh, so yeah. Awesome. That's and cool. Robert actually was the one leading my interview tour. Awesome. Yeah. It's cool that you stuck around. Like that's, that's awesome that you found something that you loved it and you stuck with it for so long. It's, it's cool. And the stories you must have. I make a living off the dead. So <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So how do you guys feel about the, the TV shows? Like when sci-fi channel started like shitting out those, like, uh, uh, ghost those, those ghost hunters. Yeah, some of them. I mean, I I enjoyed Taps because yes, if it Taps wasn't for it. Taps, the Atlanta Paranormal Society, mm-hmm. um, we wouldn't have a lot of the equipment that we take for granted that we use for ghost hunting now. I mean, they were they were plumbers and electricians using their equipment to ghost hunt. I mean, the uh, one of the standard ghost hunting tools, the uh, the EMF detector. We use the. Uh, I've never seen this live before. We <laughs> use the. He's so happy right I've now. I've only seen this in television. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the ones that they started out with were basically, uh, you know, um, what was it? Uh, stud finders and electronic, mm. you know, detectors to find where all the electrical grids were, so you didn't put a hammer through a wall and you know blow yourself up. Uh, but they started playing with them, and then they started uh, experimenting and making them better and more specific for this kind of work. Wow, that's cool. And yeah, they you know they were great. Uh, Ghost Adventures with Zach and all them. Um, they used to be good, I think. Like they, yeah, my particular opinion is that the first season was trying to get ratings, and then when yeah. they got ratings and they got a full show, then they got serious. Yeah, so. like now I feel like they kind of like went crazy, like because like now they're like like what six seasons, five, like seven seasons to the show now. Like you can kind of tell like it's like is it for TV or is it guys for real now? Because they do a lot of weird things now. I'm just like man. It's kind of Stop like how, how shows start, like, one uh, example is, like, Desperate Housewives starts off as this, like, cheesy, like, uh, yes. oh, household drama. And then by season four, there's, like, people dying everywhere. Like, it becomes, like, such a parody of itself. And, Wait, Patrick, and, do you know about this? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, yes. That's funny. So it's, is my shit. <laughs> it's tricky. There, there are so many of those shows, and it's competition and getting people's attention and yeah. keeping their attention. Exactly. It, it's a niche, and there's a lot of competition. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, when, uh, with our company, uh, our name, American Ghost Adventures, um, for about a year, I was running, I was answering the phone, and it's when the Ghost Adventure show was so big. Mm-hmm. And we would actually, I would field calls in the middle of the night of some 12-year-old kid trying to call Zach. <laughs> and I'd yes. have to explain, we are not affiliated with the television show, and even if we are, these shows do not put out their phone numbers online so you can just call them up. We directed them to the fan site. Yeah. And uh, occasionally we'd even get calls from a, a farmer in the Midwest that wanted to bring our group out to investigate their farmhouse. And I explained to them who we are and that we're not the TV show. And he said, still... Come on out. We'll put you up in you know in our house or whatever you know. But yeah, we got we get weird so stuff. much weird attention like that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's but it's still good. good. It's still it's PR. Still yeah. Yeah. So what are you so. hearing back there? What do you got going on back there? I keep seeing your face. What are you hearing? Oh yes, <laughs> that's 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 normal. This is built in nineteen twenties. I cannot wait. <laughs> but um, just so we can kind of go. Uh, any places you guys have investigated that you will not go back? Like, there's a place that you just will not go back anymore? Oops, sorry. Yours first, because mine's got to take longer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I really feel like 
There, like, there's nowhere on this tour specifically of places that we've mm-hmm. gone that I would feel, uh, you know, that everywhere we've investigated, I feel definitely safe and even, you know, it is scary. It is kind of spooky when setting up alone in the in Harry Buffaloes. Mm-hmm. Like, I always do, like put on a podcast and just like run through the hallway and and set everything up. But other than that, I mean. Um, I, I didn't do a lot of, I, I've never done a lot of like on my own investigation, mostly because uh, something else we like to say on the tour is the living are more uh, sometimes scarier than the dead. So abandoned buildings and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, oh. You always risk running into the homeless <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, myself personally, um, there was a... Uh, there was a place that we investigated as a uh, that we were doing some uh, some group investigations and but uh, the place still kind of terrifies me um, but I will um, never get to go back there again because the building doesn't exist anymore mm. uh, down in St. Pete there was a place called the Bellevue Biltmore Resort and Spa and it was in its time the largest still occupied wooden structure in the world. I mean, you could see this thing from the International Space Station when it went over. Wow. Uh, it was it was where the ultra rich went on their vacations. The only way down to it originally used to be by private train, and they had their own wheelhouse on the property for them to store their their trains and everything. And uh, the fifth, uh, the uh, the fourth and fifth floors were um, were completely haunted and they were just they were currently under forever renovation mm-hmm. holes gaping holes in the floors uh just all sorts of uh dead elevator shaft drops and uh and yes. it was it was really really creepy up there and i stayed there and uh there was one sighting that some people saw um of a child up in one of the upper floors in the abandoned floors mm-hmm. looking out the windows and I just remember a night that I got to be out in the swimming pool big giant swimming pool and I'm out there by myself and there's like nobody else around and I swear I saw that kid looking down at me out of a window and I have not actually told this to anybody on the tour or the company or anything it's just this situation that's bringing it back to mind but it uh, just Horror some, junkies exclusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's some place that well, I'll never have to go back there again because they demoed the entire site and they sold everything off. And uh, luckily, I, I just don't have to go back to that place ever again. So, Man. well, that's I'd be I'd be scared. I mean, yeah, I'm out alone. You think you're alone? All of a sudden, you see this kid staring down at you. I mean, that's pretty. T- terrifying she's staring at me our, stu- our studio <laughs> manager staring at me I'm signing off Patrick signing off he's yeah, apparently um, but real quick we'll finish up our interview the last question any advice to you know the novice paranormal investigators such as ourselves that like to investigate the things that go bump in the night you first um, well I am a novice investigator so excellent <laughs> but the things I've learned um, doing tours is I think the the biggest advice I have is to be respectful like going back to the question about oh how how do you feel about um you know a lot of those ghost shows and a lot of them you know the ones that are just wanting ratings do ask 
you know, go into places being disrespectful and asking mm-hmm. like jarring questions and because they want reactions, exactly. they're going to get bad ones if yeah, they do. Course. But of course, it's good TV. Exactly. And um, we occasionally have people who come on the tour thinking that that's what we do. And, you know, we run tours every night for and have done so for years. So, of you know, we don't want any hostility. So yeah. I think the biggest advice I have is, yeah, ask respectful questions and you know um don't try to instigate events to happen because i don't think anything good can come of that yeah no i agree i mean i've never been one to like go and like oh let's try to bring out you know the most negative energy we can find in a building because you know you don't want to mess with it you don't know people don't know what they're messing with you know especially if you're just like oh i watch tv shows and i think i could do this because i have a infrared camera and a recorder i mean you know there's things that we don't really understand or really know much about and if you go messing with some bad things some bad things probably gonna happen to you but robert what What kind of advice do you have 14 years of experience you give someone in the beginning all right well it boils down to common sense uh, one uh, and the mo- one I can't, you know, enforce enough on this. Do not ever go ghost hunting by yourself. Always bring at least two or three friends with you because mm-hmm. you know the living are more dangerous than the dead. You know, you don't know what the dead are gonna do, but the living, you can pretty much guess if you yeah. run across somebody that's squatting somewhere in an abandoned building. You know, who knows what they're gonna do? Yeah. Uh, two. Don't trespass because it gets you in trouble. Uh, it could be dangerous. Uh, you know, the worst could possibly happen. Um, you know, if you're a new ghost hunter, if you're new to this, find a group that does this. Find a group of amateurs. Find a club. Yeah. Find a new go. Find a new ghost hunting company that's looking for for new blood. Yeah. You know, go and join some people that have experience with this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and it boils down to the end. You know, be respectful of everyone and everything you come across. Be respectful of the properties. Be respectful of the people that own those properties, and be respectful of the uh, of the dead. You go yeah. to a cemetery. Be respectful. Be you. You see things turned over. Try to leave every place better than you found it. But yeah, all right. That's, it's I, all common sense. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I mean. That, you know, don't go messing up things that you shouldn't be messing up with. And it just goes back to, you know, like you said, common sense. You know, you shouldn't go to a graveyard and, you know, uh, turn over tombstones and things. I mean, that's just disrespectful to the family and the person who's laying in the ground. Oh, <laughs> and one little thing to add to that. If you're really serious about the ghost hunting and trying not just uh, going and checking out one see if you want to really try to test your abilities, when you go online and you look up a place and you're reading everybody's else's experiences don't because your mind can play tricks on you exactly you want to go in cold and have your own experiences exactly so but i think that's it for our little interview um thank you guys so much robert rebecca for joining us on the horror junkies podcast um for those of you that are listening they are in your local they are the american ghost adventures uh they do local tours here they do you guys do the pub tour right where you guys just go to the bars we do a uh, we have a we have a haunted pub tour which is ghost stories drinks and uh and we take you to locations uh we also have our standard ghost tour which we can pretty much book every night in orlando but we also have other satellite locations uh that are available upon request like uh the lakeside in mount dora 
uh, Melbourne, uh, Winter Garden, check our website. And for the really hardcore paranormal enthusiast, we have the Ultimate Tour, which is a four-hour investigational tour with, uh, with all the best equipment that we have, a lot of experimental equipment, which is pretty much hardcore hanging out wherever we have access to that as long as you want to be there because it's your dime <laughs> with using all of our equipment. And uh, it's kind of like the TV shows where we set up camp somewhere and if we get activity, we'll stay there as long as you like uh, up to you know the time limit, of course. And we have that. special events. We just did New Orleans. Uh, this year, we're maybe looking at uh, heading down to Key West. Awesome. So uh, just keep on our website, www.americanghostadventures.com. So excellent. Definitely check them out if you're interested in some ghost tours, if you're local. If not, maybe you can have a satellite location near you in the surrounding Florida area. But for that, that's it, guys. Uh, I, like I said, thank you so much for doing this for us. We're about Thanks to go uh, talk to some ghosts, hopefully, see if we can get some activity tonight. Um, as usual, I'm Mike for the Horror Junkies podcast. Um, stay weird. <laughs> <laughs>